Welcome to Rap in Order, the interrogation of a hip-hop album, where we take some of the culture's most beloved hip-hop albums, put them on the stand, see if they stood the test of time. Now let's see who we got on the stand today. Welcome to another episode of Rap in Order. I'm First Class Reg. And I'm Tori B. And today we're going to get into, uh, it's the debut album from, he. he's originally from St. Louis. He yeah. is mostly known on the Atlanta rap scene as one of the star producers at the moment. Um, this was his debut album that came out in 2018, titled Not All Heroes Wear Capes, that he entirely produced. I'm talking about Metro Boomin. And um, he was joined by some superstar guests. You got Gucci Man, Travis Scott, 21 Savage, Sway Lee, Gunna, Young Thug, Wizkid, J Balvin, Offset, Kodak, Drake, of course, um, and a number of other people. And um, I've always credited Metro for being really good at his cohesion and um, really finding a really dope way of blending these tracks together and not making it off course at all like he finds a way to really seek out the talent that he does and keep them all on the same course um so i've always liked this album even when it came out back then i know he kind of teased like a retirement to like kind of um promote it back then that's what you think that was what i think he was trying to take his ball and go home for the retirement yeah i think he was like really mad about some shit well, maybe, but it well, it seemed like a rollout because right after that, the album was announced. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just counted it as a rollout. But what did you think of the album? Yeah, so not even what you think of the album, but what do you think of um, of Metro as a producer? Um, I think Metro, like he's the architect of trap, of, of pop trap. So trap has become popular music now, and that's not a slight to him. What I'm saying is, is that trap has become mainstream music, right? Mm-hmm. So I won't even use the word pop because I know pop's a dirty word. He's well. He he's the architect of the sound. Like he, everybody has to follow his lead with him, and I'll say Future and and Young Thug and Little Baby and Gunna, like because those are like the main people that he's worked with, and Gucci Mane, like the the sound that he's crafted with them, and then the um if the 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 term that he got coined by Future, if Metro don't trust you, I'ma shoot you. Mm-hmm. Like it just made trap music what it is. So I think he's an amazing producer. I think he's one of one of the the best of the new. The new crop of producers out right now, and um, yeah, I think he's I think he's cool. Okay, so um, so this album comes out in 2018, and um, this was from from what we've learned recently from his recent drop, which was uh, Heroes and Villains, is that that was the second installment. Heroes and Villains was the second installment in the three part um, trilogy that he's planning. So not all heroes being the first one, Heroes and Villains being the second one, and then whatever's to follow, right? But um. With this album, when I recommended it, what were your thoughts? Oh, okay, Reg. Like that, that, that was my thought. I was like, all right. Um, I'm not a fan of compilation albums. Okay. So this being this being a compilation project, like because it's like I like to because even though like you know he he's collecting the artists and everything like that, like still like. They're different artists, so like, yeah, the production is going to be like all his and in his vision. But like, every artist brings something different to the table, and I might not be a fan of it. I do have one large problem with this project, and 
Do you want me to say it now or at the end? Well, I want to get uh, save it for save it for a little bit. Okay, I'll but save I it. I want to just get back to what you just said about not a fan of compilations. Is there a compilation album that you champion as like the compilation album? No, I'm not a fan of them. Interesting. So you didn't like? It's not that I don't like them. I just don't. I don't need them. They're, they're like out. They're like mixtapes to me. So it's just yeah, like yeah, yeah. They're like obviously there's gonna be highlights on them, but it's not cohesive because it's just like ah, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Because the reason why this stands out to me is because of the cohesion. Like I said, no, it's cohesive. No, how is it not cohesive? It's not cohesive. How is it not? It tell like literally in the production, everything ties together. Uh, the production, like yeah, but I'm just it's multiple artists. So what that mean? That's no different than having an album from like Game with Jesus piece. Is that not cohesive? No, not that's just fucking chaos. It's not chaos. How is it chaos? Yo, the Game's albums, when he does that, that should be chaos. Yeah, but Jesus Peace is entirely heralded as one of the best albums that Game's ever dropped. Okay. Right? It is. I'm not denying that. But what I'm just saying is, it's like, well, all right, Reg, you're not going to force your thinking that this project is like a perfect project on me. I didn't I don't say think it's so. perfect. I okay. didn't say it's perfect. I don't I'm just like... saying, I'm just looking at the way that you view these albums that are that are the I don't enjoy compilation them. albums. I don't enjoy them. Okay. Like I, I listen to them and I'm just like, ah. Oh. Like you wanna know you wanna know who who else doesn't like compilation albums? Jay-Z. That's why the dynasty, he just took the reins and said, fuck it, this is my album. I don't think that's why. That's not why. I think they had doubt that it would do what it was supposed to do without Jay-Z being front and center. I mean it said Jay it was gonna say Jay-Z presents no matter what. Yeah, because he's the the artist. Just like this says Metro Boomin, not all heroes wear capes. He's the artist. Yeah. Just like DJ Khaled, that, that it's the same thing. Yeah, I don't need another DJ Khaled album. I'm good on DJ Khaled. I'm I agree with you there. I'm good on DJ Khaled albums. But, but yeah, like I like I said, I understand the production because it was Metro Boomer's production, so he was able to tell the story and sequence everything. But mm-hmm. all I'm saying is, it's just that like I'm good on it. Yeah, I don't think this fits into that mold of what you don't like. Nah, I, I just told you it doesn't. That it doesn't fit. Yeah, it does, like it. No, like I'm saying, I just told you I don't I don't like it. Like it's not about the mold of what I don't like. I don't like it. All right. Well, when you get into the actual album mm-hmm. and um, it kicks off, you got a Gucci track, it obviously can... produced by Metro. It's like a two in one, right? Yeah. So it's I, I thought and save the world. I thought that was actually like perfect because you know Gucci Mane is like the like he was like he I know Gucci wasn't the first artist that he worked with, but when when Metro moved to Atlanta, he he was working with um, Brick Squad artists. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that that was pretty like dope. That like the the, the first voice he wanted you to hear on his, on the opening track of the album was Gucci. Mm-hmm. Also, I can be even though I don't enjoy this album, I can I can be I can you know I can give like non biased stuff. I mean that's that's what we're here for. Yeah, I'm just saying. Um, so you got Travis Scott on here too, <laughs> popping up on Overdue. He's a huge low point of this album for me. Really, for Overdue. Mm-hmm. This shit is hard. Yeah, I, look, really, see, I, really I wrote it. This. Not really feeling Travis Scott. I they wrote that. They aren't a good fit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he wrote. Um, they aren't a good fit. I, I think, wrote it. I think. Um, I think the production is good. I think his production complements what Travis does on this. Um, on this album. And I think everyone that I think that's one of Metro's strengths, because when you look at even the second album, he worked almost all of these people that are on here are on the second album. So like. 
I think he's found a pocket with them, and not to mention 21. Like, we'll get to that later. But mm-hmm. he's found a pocket with these people that he's, like, really riding into the sunset with. I do want to see what he does for the third part and, like, who else he works with and how he can... Um, I'm so tired of this Morgan Freeman show. How he can, how he can open that up more, <laughs> you know? But um, Morgan Freeman... Well, he's not on this album. He only did it twice. You got Morgan Freeman it in was your pocket. I think, I think it was dope the first time he did it. Now I'm like, all right, this is overkill. What? Why is Morgan Freeman not narrating the world or some shit like that? I think they're friends. That's dope. That is kind of cool. Yeah. Be just friends with Morgan Freeman. Yeah, they like the same kind of girls. Oh, come on. Wait, what was the report about Morgan Freeman? Um, well, the report about Morgan Freeman was that he uh, he married, that he was... Um, having a sexual relationship with his granddaughter, but it, not his like biological granddaughter. It was his uh, through marriage granddaughter. Uh, see, I can't, I can't vibe with that, Morgan. But I don't think it was true. But you, we still know he likes him young. Yeah, I mean he's like ninety. Um, he's old, yeah. So okay, don't come out the house with twenty one. And and mind you, I'm not gonna go over every single song on here. But right now, I guess I'm more so naming my highlights to see what you. What so you on that, that's my that's one of the my highlights on the album. When Twenty One starts whispering, like it actually like gets me hyped. It actually makes me start screaming, like yo, yeah, I really enjoy it. <laughs> I saw Twenty One do this live. He didn't. You can't whisper this song live, but it was the um, fans are losing their shit though, right? Yeah, that shit was fire. It was at um, oh, actually, uh, our good friend Rob was at this show. And when I got there, yeah, yeah, you was there, nigga. And when I got there, I was like, oh, Rob was good. And he had a band already. And yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. He had a band already. And he went in in front of me. And I didn't know how I was going to get into the show yet. Oh, he and left Rob you? Rob pieced me out. Yeah, yeah. He pieced me out. He went in. He left me. Have I ever left you? Nah, never. No, no. Never. Rob pieced me out. And then I got a VIP band. Mm-hmm. And I walked in and was like, what's up, Rob? I love that for you. I know people too. I love that for you. You know? I still I still made it work. Let that be a lesson to you. Never leave your friends behind. It's crazy. 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 But this was a good show. Um, 21 has great stage presence. And I think him and Metro have found a chemistry that's like, it's so obvious on paper because Metro is such a, if you follow his music at all, he's such a huge fan of, um, of horror films. So like, he usually always drops around Halloween or like um yeah he always drops around Halloween and his music themes are so like they can be in horror films mm-hmm. and 21 has that cadence and that voice and that, 21, that works 21 with it. also like loves horror yeah and, and, and the Halloween he like well his birthday is around Halloween mm-hmm. so he enjoys it like uh, thoroughly yeah and he so, throws like some of the best ho- I think his Halloween to me it looks like his Halloween party is actually better than Lenny S's Halloween parties yeah they might be but um I mean I would love to go to both. They seem like they be... I've been to LNES, um Halloween party. I think I'd rather go to 21 Savage Halloween party. I feel like the music slaps more. How was Lenny's Halloween party? Lenny's Halloween party was cool, man. Like, um, Ter- like Terrence J was there, uh, Karushi. Um, like, mm. they, they're, like, staples there. So, Terrence J, Karushi, and, like, uh, and Lala Anthony are, like, staples at his party. And I think now him and Karushi throw it together. But, like, I went, like, when it was, like, early. Like, when... When, when, when I went, it was, what, 22... 2015, 2016. Mm-hmm. So that was when Lenny only did it in New York. But now Lenny, Lenny like does it like he by coastals it. He does it in L. A. and in New York now. But like, like everybody fucks with Lala for some reason. I don't know what it is. 
Well, I mean, she's been around for a minute, man. Um, you know, she came up um, working with Ludacris mm-hmm. and Disturbing the Peace. Oh, uh, yeah, on a radio station. Yeah, on a radio station. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Level Love and Poon Daddy. But, um, yeah, <laughs> everybody, that's, that was his name. Yeah. But, yeah, everybody everybody likes Lala. Everybody fucks with him, man. Um, okay, so one of the other highlights on here for me is um, Space Cadet with Gunna. Um, that's incredible, incredible that, production. That's actually the best. That's a top five Gunna song. And that's also, I think, um, one of the... I think this is the best song on the album. And this was the lead song on the album. Uh, no, it wasn't. I'm sorry. I'm lying. But it was No the, Complaints was the lead song. No, no, no Complaints album. was the lead song, but this was... Wasn't this the second song off the album or something like that? It might have been. Yeah. I think so. But I think that this this song is the best song on the album, in my opinion. Yeah. No Complaints and then Space Cadet. Space yeah. Cadet is incredible. Yeah, Gunner's flow, everything. Gunner's yep. free now, as we say, as we talk about this, Push right? it, please. Um, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Gunner's free. You know what I'm saying? Um, do you think you think he's gonna get back in the groove or he gotta fight? Oh, he's gonna hit the ground running. I think I think he's going to uh hit what? He is gonna hit the ground running. I think I think that Gunner's going to um he's he's gonna put out some music and it's probably gonna be like some of the most popular music he's put out. The crazy thing is is that he still has an album to work and like now it's just like all that money spent it just goes nowhere. Like I like I know it's doing well. Uh, you talking about the one album? Yeah, the one album's yeah. doing well, but like for, that's done now. Like that, like that's forgotten. So oh, now yeah, it's over. So now he gotta make a whole new project, and I and it's gonna be amazing. And like he's probably gonna get some of like the best production. Like it, it's, I, I have a pretty, I have a really, really I'm, I'm really confident that Gunna's next project is gonna be really good. Like his, probably his best work. I think with Gunna, it's interesting because yeah, I was a fan of Gunna. I think after, he was so not. You know I'm saying? No, I'm saying before oh. he went in. I'm oh. saying before he went. Oh. In. I'm I'm still oh. a fan of Gunner. I oh. want to see what else he does. Okay. Um, but I think, I think with him, um, there's a lot of clouded judgment. I feel like on social media with everything and it, and everybody kind of questioning why he's free and you know. But I feel like people don't really know the intricates of it. And I saw, I think it was Lil Duval saying something like, um, like yo, like don't label him a snitch until you hear what Young Thug says or some shit. But we should go by what Thugger says. Why? I don't know. Like, all right, let's talk about it. I have, I have, a, I have a thing, right? Just because, all right, the people are saying that it's okay if if, if Young Thug told him to do it, or Young Thug was okay with it, it's not snitching. But like, technically, nah, it's still is snitching. It's just that oh, Young Thug said it's okay to snitch. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take away the label of. Yeah, it, it doesn't take away the label of being a snitch. It's mm-hmm. just it's like Young Thug said, "I'm cool with you, snitch, man." <laughs> like, yeah, that's you know what I'm saying. That, it, which that's I, all it which is. I doubt is what he said. I don't I know, I yeah. doubt that. that like happened. that's that's just like you know your girl like being like like let's say like you a real cheating dude, and your girl's like, "Listen, I know you're gonna cheat. Just don't bring home no SCDs and no babies." Mm-hmm. He's still a cheater. Yeah, you're not redefining cheating. It's yeah. just you, you cheating, but she cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. That's yeah. all I'm saying. And I, what I'm saying is, is that, like, I'm not even saying, like, oh, you know what? Maybe Gunner shouldn't have snitched anything like that because it's like, I don't know. Like, I, I can't tell a man to sit in jail, mm-hmm. especially if he feels like it's something he didn't do and it's something he can do to come home. Mm-hmm. So I can't do that. But I, what I will say is, is that when you surround yourself with people that are doing criminal activity, and you don't want to deal with the consequences, that makes me look at you funny. Yeah. You don't want to accept the consequences of being, a re- when you're reaping the benefits of of crim- being associated with criminal activity, and then you don't want to accept the responsibilities that come with it. Mm-hmm. That bothers me. 
A lot of people felt sorry for him in the beginning, though, because they were just like, yo, Gunner didn't do anything. Wrong place, wrong time, wrong association. But it's like, yeah, but all of those things are red flags. You still yeah. you still in the mix. Um so it's interesting. I want to see what else he does, but we'll see. Yeah, I think his I think his next his the music is going to be incredible though. Mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, he won't miss a step. He's yeah, been gone less Ser- than a year. My man Sergio Kitchens. He's been gone less than a year, so it's yeah. it, he'll be fine. Um, and then you got twenty one. Like I said, he's he pops up on here a couple more times. Um, Ten Freaky Girls. No, nah, 20, twenty one Savage is the MVP of this project. Mm-hmm. Like they, like I. I know, ladies and gentlemen, you probably think like I'm player hating, right? But nah, like Twenty One Savage, like he to me, he's the saving grace of this album. You want to know who I didn't give a fuck about on this album? I'd love to hear it. Fucking Sway Lee. I didn't. I didn't care for Sway Lee on here either. What the fuck? And he's was on it? here, and he's on two tracks on here. Yeah, betraying ass bitch. Why you ain't with Mike Will? <laughs> Fuck is good with you. Is that how you see this? Oh, because Mike Will and come on, man. You know, you know, you know, you know where I'm at with it. Mike Will, my guy. I fuck with yeah, Mike Will. I yeah. just think don't Metro like surpassed it. him. I think Metro surpassed him. Well, listen, we we about to get Bangers Two come out soon, so we'll see. Oh yeah, you banking on the Miley Cyrus album to turn the tide? Yeah. All right, we'll see. I mean, Bangers One was cool. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. All right, yo, you got in trouble for saying that. You know that? Yeah. You and I tr- no, you, no, no. I'm saying you got in trouble for saying it was cool. It's I stand cool. by it. Yeah, it was a good album. That's kind of what made me put Mike Will up top. No, I was like yo, like, no, 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 no. Look no, at the way he no, handled rap what I'm saying. No, you missing what I'm saying. When you said "All Eyes on Me" is cool, them commenters and TikTok wanted your head. Oh, all eyes on me. They was bad at you, like saying yeah, shit is cool. It's cool. Oh, but down. no, Bangers okay. is a good. So then to differentiate it from "All Eyes on yeah. Me," Bangers is a good album. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> it's a good album. You got Wrecking Ball on there. You got, uh, down on you, the got song, you got a song with Pharrell on there. Uh, what is that song? We won't stop. Nah, we won't, we won't. We stop. won't stop is on the album, but that's not the one with Pharrell. Okay, I'm she sorry. got a song with Nelly on there. Like I listen, I, I listen to the album. It's not like I don't. I just be saying shit. I'm not trying to irritate y'all. I'm just th- okay. these are my thoughts. I will get it. I just thought that was funny, but yeah, <laughs> I, man. but but like also you know to get back, <laughs> you ain't shit. Get back to get back on track. Um. With with Metro with Metro and Mike Will, I just think that from what Metro has done and mm-hmm. the kind of music that he makes, he kind of ties things together the way that I don't think nobody else does from from his generation. You know, it's super. It's a compilation, but it doesn't feel like one. Cause I I, I feel you on the compilation thing. I think when you think back to compilation albums that we got when we was younger, like the professional, the professional two, it was just songs thrown together with our favorite rappers from that time frame. But from something like this, where literally it's all tied together. Like when you listen to the end of overdue and it just bleeds into don't come out the house. Mm-hmm. That's not what niggas was doing in the nineties and two thousands from regular compilations. But that, like, that's what I, I want you to understand. I think that the production on this album is amazing. Mm-hmm. I just don't really care for some of the features on the album, mm-hmm. and I okay. think I think that's okay for me to say. Like that's what I was trying to say from jump. I understand what you're saying. Like as far as like the production, it tells a story and it's cohesive. Mm-hmm. That part is cohesive, but like sometimes I'm just like I didn't need this this artist. I didn't want this song. Like for me personally, I just want this man to work with Twenty One Savage, Future, Young Thug, Gunna, and Lil Baby. Mm. Give me that compilation. And get someone walk on some beats. And um and offset. 
He does really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Offset, and I mean, God bless the dead takeoff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and the Migos, period. Shit, yeah. fuck it. Mm-hmm. Like, I just wish, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wish he would have just had that, that, right? Or, I felt like he had a pretty big budget. Yeah. But he didn't really, like, step out of, he didn't really reach out. Like, the people that, the people that he got to be on this project, I feel like Travis Scott just be around. I, I feel like I feel like as as exclusive and as hard as it, it it should be to get Travis Scott to be on your track, it's not that hard. Yeah, but I don't. At the same time, though, I don't think he just works for anybody. I think the people that he that he works with are but so many. Degrees Travis Scott wants him. to stay cool and relevant. Yeah. Right. So uh, yeah, like of course, if Metro Boomer hits him up, he's going to work with Metro. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like I just feel like uh, you want to know. So all right, let's talk. Like so, he has a track right. Uh, with WizKid, Only mm-hmm. You. Yeah. Right? And J Balvin. And, and J Balvin. So that's the song that follows up the song that I don't like with Sway Lee. Mm-hmm. Right? And like I'm like, all right, cool. Like, he's doing the, like, the cultural thing. Like, mm-hmm. well, the, you know, the the world thing. Mm-hmm. Got J Balvin, got WizKid. That was smart because mm-hmm. both of them, like, they, at that time, like, this was before Bad Bunny told J Balvin to sit the fuck down. <laughs> you know, like, um... Like, J Balvin was that guy that you went to for the Latin crowd, and, like, WizKid was, he had the, he has the African. What year was Cardi album? 2017? Mm, or 18? 18. Okay, because this is, I mean, this is the same year as yeah. uh, J Balvin and B- Bad Bunny being on, um. On, on, on I like it album. like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was like, it was like, it was going on an escalator. Like, Balvin was going down, Bunny was going up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just like that. But, yeah, like, um, it, it's, like I said, it's, it's just... For this project, I understand what what Metro was doing, and I appreciate what Metro was doing. But I am, I don't, I'm not listening. I'm not going back to this project. Mm, that's that's is very interesting to me. But um, well, we, we listen so, to we, we you know we what? we have different tastes. No, yeah, we do, we do. Yeah. So so what is what is your absolute the songs that that you're just like no fuck no I'm not listening to this. <clears throat> Besides the Sway Lee songs, because he's on two. Um, only you borrow love. Those are two Sway Lee songs, right? Um, no, no, no. Um, borrow love and Dreamcatcher are the two Sway Lee. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. and Dreamcatcher, right? All right, because yeah, okay, yeah. Back. To, uh, only you is just Wizkid and J Balvin, right? And then what else do I have? Okay, so. Dreamcatcher, I don't fuck with Overdue, I don't like. And only one, even though it's in the loop. Okay, Travis Scott. Okay. So Travis Scott and Sway Lee, pretty much. Annoyed the fuck out of me on this album. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the two. Um that, that annoyed you. I think I think this album stands out for me so much because one the pro I love a good promo. I love a good promo. This album was promoted really well. Um besides the seamless production. I think I think Metro challenges himself mm-hmm. and he knows he's not just going for I don't think he's just reaching for big time people to throw together like on some DJ Khaled shit. I think that's what differentiates him from your standard um compilation. Cause like DJ Khaled is going for blockbusters. DJ Khaled is Michael Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, where Metro is trying to like really piece some shit together and make make shit make sense. So like he produces the whole thing, but then you got songs where he has Take Keith and he has Southside. 
Um, so he has co-production on this too. Southside, Southside, and Weezy really, 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 really came together on this mm-hmm. production on this project. As yeah, well. Weezy um, co-produced Space Cadet. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, Metro is the architect of of the trap sound, in my opinion. Like I feel like, um, you know how like you gotta go to Red Bull Academy. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like if they have to talk about trap music sound, like Metro is that person. Like I. The old the the old historian person in me, I would say DJ Toon. I was just gonna say, where do you put DJ Toon? I, I was that's literally what I was yeah, saying. I would say that. But it's like what Ti did. It was more so like you know, the, the, it was the eight oh eight drums. But the way that trap music sounds now is completely different, and that's and that's because of Metro Boomin. Mm-hmm. So that's why, like I say, that he's architect of the sound now. I say that DJ Toon is would be more so of the forefather of the of the genre. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. basically, like he was at the forefront. Like it, that, like he started the sound, but like it, it like it changed. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. Like if you listen to a, t- a early Ti album and you give me um and you give me the Monster by 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 Future, like they they sound like they don't sound nothing like. Mm-hmm. There's nothing there, right? But but the sound that sticks and that's still around right now is what Metro Boomin did. Or Monster. You know what's crazy? You know what I, you bring up Monster. You know who I thought of the other day? I thought of DJ Esco. Where's DJ Esco? Um, I don't know, man. But I, I he right. You're right about that. Like I haven't seen him with Future or nothing, right? Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I haven't don't know. seen him at all. Like I don't know where he is. You think they got him again? <laughs> I hope not. I mean, all right. Imagine, I mean, imagine. We got 56 nights now. Yeah. Imagine if we get like 379 days. Shit, bro. <laughs> or something like, like that. Future got to tell us where he is. Yeah, that's a good one. I haven't seen that nigga at all. Like, I thought about that the other day randomly. Like, where the fuck is DJ Esco? Yeah. He was everywhere. Yeah. But um, also, I will say this, right? And I'll acknowledge this. Metro Boomin is probably the most defining producer of the past 10 years. Mm. Um, That's hard for me to admit and that's hard for me to say, but I can't deny his But influence. why is that, though? Why is that hard for you to say? Because I'm not crazy, like I just like I'll be crazy about a song, like songs here and there. But it's just that, like the most visible songs are the songs that he produced. So I have to acknowledge it. Got it. So, but you're not a okay. I get what you're saying now. So you're not a big fan of his shit, but you just acknowledge it because you can't ignore it. Yeah, I can't ignore it. Like I would, I would be a hater. Like I would just be like, um. So what's up, Court? Our friend Courtney, right? That's the avid watcher. I usually tell him whenever he doesn't want to admit that he's wrong, he's standing in shit. I'm not gonna say he has stand in shit just so I can so I can continue to be right in my own world. You tell Marino that too. What's up, Marino? Yeah, Marino, Marino stands in shit too. So for me, I'm just like, nah, like I have to acknowledge it. Like, yeah, like Metro Boomin is him. Like he's that boy, even though I have producers that I prefer to hear myself, they aren't I don't hear them. Over the past 10 years, they haven't defined the sound the way that he has. Mm-hmm. Mike Will was on his way, but I don't know what the fuck he just decided. I don't know. He, I think Mike Will got a check that was so crazy that nigga just said, "Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Hit boy? Hit boy? Yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get that, boy. Yeah, we'll get there. But, I mean, all right, so as far as this album, I'm very interested in hearing your rating. Uh, Three out of five waffles. It's average album. Okay. And I don't hate it. I'm just like I just know I won't go back to it. Uh, I I the, the Space Cadet and um, the 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 Twenty One Savage song where he's whispering. I'm good. Don't come out the house. And what about No Ten Freaky Girls? 
Ten Freaky Girls is dope, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think I'm gonna listen to it. Okay. If I want to hear something about Freaky Girls, I'm gonna listen to Uncle Luke. That's some old nigga shit. See, that's why L.A. See. That- <laughs> Listen, man. You ever have, do you have you heard listened to Uncle Luke's lyrics? Yeah, yeah. But okay, Ten Freaky Girls. All right. So this album, I give this album a four and a half. I give this album a four and a half. This is an incredible piece of work from Metro. Um, I think the way that he was able to tie all of these artists together to make and kind of just to illustrate his vision and what he played out was dope. I think nobody on here is filler with the exception of Sway Lee. Um, I think it all ties together really well. I think um, even even him being the person to, when he drops a deluxe, it's not a deluxe with like just some extra songs. He actually dissed that a while ago and was like, yo, that's stupid. And like his deluxe is just typically the instrumental version of the album. Like he just puts out a whole album of just instrumentals. And I think that's amazing because I think it's motivational too for upcoming producers. And I think the chemistry that he had, I don't think he works with people if he doesn't have chemistry with them. And he's not just trying to make moments out of nothing. I think um, I think uh, Heroes and Villains is really dope too. He's really leaning into the cinematic feel that he has with his production. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the news just came out the other day that he's actually going to do the score for that Spider-Man animated movie. Into Spider- Spider-Verse. That's yeah. amazing because I think a, he's kind of just been building up to that. I'm not going to lie to you. That was the point where I had to like really admit it. I was like, all right, he's he got it. Mm-hmm. Like when when certain... There's a certain point in, in, for certain producers, like when they get when when people when people like tap them mm-hmm. to do certain things, and I'm like, all right, this is this is where I have to like acknowledge mm-hmm. him. And he's say, a yeah. he's a film buff. He's a um, he's a comic book buff. Like you can tell, like all the things that he likes bleeds into his production. Like he sampled the boys on his newest album. Um, mm-hmm. he's yeah, Homelander. Yeah. So like all of the shit that he really, really enjoys, I think that's what I like about him so much because you can you can kind of see his personality in his music. Like he mm-hmm. really puts it out there in his production. Um, so yeah, I rate this a four and a half. Um, I still go back to this album pretty frequently. Um, I got some favorites on here. And yeah, it, it's, been, it's been living with me for a minute. But um, that's my rating. Three and a half for him. Four and a half for your boy. I want to hear what y'all think. Like, subscribe, let us know in the comments. I'm First Class Reg. And I'm Torian B. Peace, y'all. Dun, dun.